Hello and welcome to Victory Briefings, where we use the Word of God for a victorious life. I'm Dwight Hammond, and today we're going to get into part four of the Bible teaching series entitled Conquering the Thought Life. Part four is called Bless the Lord. The soul contains the mind, will, and emotions. So your thought process takes place in your soul, and you decide what to think or say. David knew this because he said in Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who pardons or forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years or your life with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. David spoke to his soul and commanded it to bless the Lord. Self-talk is important. Sometimes we need to tell our minds what to think. In her book, Divine Medicine for Divine Health, my wife writes, When you don't feel like praising the Lord and thanking Him for your healing, you need to give yourself a good talking to. Tell your soul, your mind, will, and emotions to get with it. She was saying, same as saying, you need to remind yourself to be in control of your thoughts and words. Praise God. You can get Deb's book on our website. It's on the download page. You should go and get it. Many places in Psalms tells us to bless the Lord or thank the Lord. The Bible tells us to praise the Lord, and we need to remind ourselves to praise the Lord. Paul encouraged us to bless the Lord in Ephesians 1.3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings, his benefits again, in heavenly places in Christ. The word blessed in this scripture literally means to speak well of someone, or to bless to thank or invoke a good hope upon, to prosper another person or thing with a word. Paul often blessed the Lord in his letters to fellow believers, and we will bless the Lord because he has blessed us. When we realize what God has done for us, it's easy to decide to magnify his name and speak good things about him. His benefits include salvation and healing, Let me read Luke 5, 20 and 21 to you. And when he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Verse 21, And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Have you ever wondered why in Luke chapter 5, when the paralytic was Lowered down through the roof that the scribes and Pharisees freaked out when Jesus forgave the man of his sins? Well, back in Psalm 103, 3 is a good example. The Hebrew word salak, I don't know, I think that's how I pronounce it. I don't know how you pronounce it, but salak, the Hebrew word says it, it was translated to forgive or pardon. And it's used 46 times in the Old Testament, and every time... It is God doing the forgiving. This word is never used to depict a man forgiving anyone else. These scribes knew the scriptures pretty well. 
And uh, this explains their shock when they heard Jesus say, your sins are forgiven. They responded, who can forgive sin but God alone? In verse 521 of Luke. It's interesting to me that forgiveness and healing are here in the same verse. Just the same as it is in Psalm 103 verse 3 that we read. Salvation and healing are so closely knit together that Jesus answered with, Which is easier to say, your sins be forgiven you, or to say, get up and walk? Praise the Lord. You see, Jesus paid for sin and sickness. All his benefits come with redemption. It is his will to heal you. The Lord would no more put sickness on us than he would cause us to sin. See 1 Peter 2.24. Here's another scripture that includes both physical healing and spiritual salvation. We bless the Lord and forget none of his benefits. Amen. In 1 Corinthians 6.20, Paul says, For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. God paid for your body and your spirit with the blood of Jesus. Amen. The word bought here means to be purchased out out of the slave market and to be redeemed. It means to buy a slave in order to set him free to redeem. And the word glorify, from the Greek word doxadzo, um, means to glorify and honor. It's where we get the word uh, doxology. Uh, This verb calls for a commitment to a decisive and effective choice. A command to do this, make this happen. Don't just try, begin now. Those verbs are awesome to study. Body and spirit means he paid for your physical healing and your spiritual salvation. Bless the Lord. David said in Psalm 103 verse 3, and Paul said in 1 Corinthians 6.20, that our salvation and healing come together. Jesus confirmed his saved, healed redemption package in Luke 5.20. So why is it so hard for us to say, we are healed, yet so easy for us to say we are saved. Let the redeemed say so. Let the healed say so. Psalm 107 verse 2 in the King James says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Praise God, we've been redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Amen. Let's bless the Lord and forget none of his benefits. Glory to God. A sick body does not glorify God. When you need healing, speak to your body. Remind it of God's benefit package. Now, I know you're not used to speaking God's word. You're probably not used to uh, uh, talking to your body. But you can start by reading a Bible and reminding yourself to control your thoughts. We need to tell ourselves what to say. That's why I include a proclamation or prayer in these messages. Use those words like ammunition against the enemy's fiery darts. Begin by blessing the Lord and thank Him for all your benefits of salvation that includes healing. Praise the Lord. Now here's the proclamation or declaration for you today. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. I am redeemed. I no longer am a slave to sin, but I belong to God. Therefore, I choose to glorify God in my spirit and in my body. I'm saved, healed, and delivered. My brain belongs to God, and I'm committed to bless his holy name. I'm going to make this happen. 
I'm in control of my thoughts. I bless the Lord in Jesus' name, and I remember all his blessings. Pain and sickness, you leave my body now. I'm redeemed, bless the Lord. Glorify and honor God in your thoughts and words and actions today in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening today. Learning that we can tell ourselves to bless the Lord is a great part of conquering the thought life. I hope you will replay this message until it's grounded in your heart. Next time I'll talk about girding up the loins of your mind. The world is full of turmoil. Things are not getting better these last days. Situations around us are becoming more stressful day by day. Lawlessness abounds and some are falling away from the faith as the day of the Lord approaches. We have it pretty easy, though, compared to the saints of the first century, but we need to prepare our minds for action in order to be effective in these last days. I hope you're subscribed so you won't miss Part 5, Girding Up the Loins of Your Mind. Keep speaking words that agree with the Bible, and you'll be victorious. God bless you, my friend.